search for a word to help us walk through the trials of life. And there's no shortage of people who are willing to share their opinions and ideas. Jesus lets us know that there is truth that can meet us at the point of our need and truly satisfy our soul, the Word of God. Hello, my name is Michael Darboos, and you're listening to Truth Worth Sharing. As I was reading through the psalm this week, Psalm 33 really blessed my soul. And before gleaning some truths that the Lord has placed on my heart to share with the people of God, I wanted to start out by just reading the psalm in its entirety. I believe that it'll bless your soul as well. If you're in a safe space, I ask that you would just take a moment and close your eyes and listen to the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to paint a picture in your mind and write the word on your heart that we might stand in awe of him today. Psalm 33 reads, Shout for joy in the Lord, O you righteous. Praise befits the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Make melody to him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. He gathers the waters of the sea as a heap. He puts the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He frustrates the plans of the peoples. The counsel of the Lord stands forever, the plans of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his heritage. The Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all the children of man. From where he sits enthroned, he looks out on all the inhabitants of the earth. He who fashions the hearts of them all and observes all their deeds. The king is not saved by his great army. A warrior is not delivered by his great strength. The war horse is a false hope for salvation, and by his great might, it cannot rescue. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love, that he may deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield, for our heart is glad in him, because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. After reading this psalm, a question came to mind. Where are we putting our trust and hope? The psalmist presents two options for where we can place our hope and trust. We can place our hope and trust in the word of the Lord or in the way of man. And the psalmist speaks clearly that we should put our trust and hope in the Lord. And rightfully so. It's in verse four where we see that the word of the Lord is upright and all his work is done in faithfulness. The Lord is faithful to perform his promises. 
he's going to do what he said. We see in verse six, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. In verse nine, we see that God spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. And for these reasons, the psalmist says that we should stand in awe of him. Our father is faithful and he never fails. But the other option, the way of man, the psalmist lets us know that their way always fails. It never comes through. It says in verse 16 that the king is not saved by his great army and a warrior is not delivered by his great strength. The war horse, false hope for salvation, cannot rescue. So if we put our trust and hope in the ways of man, we are setting ourselves up for failure. But if we put our trust and hope in the word of the Lord, we are standing on a firm foundation. And because of this truth, the psalmist says that our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. And so the Lord is encouraging us to wait on him. And so we have to ask the question then, how do we wait well? How do we wait for the Lord so that we can experience help from God, that we can experience protection from the Lord? Well, like a waiter or a waitress, waiting on the Lord is an action. We don't just sit around and do nothing. To wait on the Lord is to put our trust in his word. And if we're putting our trust in his word, then we're going to do what he says. So if we're going to wait well for the Lord, we need to be spending time in the word of God so that we can know what God is calling us to do so that we can take his order and fulfill that order. If we are going to truly experience the gladness of heart that comes from trusting in the Lord, we have to be spending time in his presence, pressing into the presence of the Lord. So these are not the days of trying to binge watch Netflix. These are not the days of trying to figure out how to just pass the time by. No, these are the days of spending time in the word of God. The word that the psalmist lets us know is upright. The word that is done in faithfulness. The word that speaks things that be not as though they were because in him they already are. Right? The psalmist tells us that we should stand in awe of the Lord because in verse 9 it says he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. So for us, those who wait for the Lord, who put our trust and hope in his word, we should be reading his word and responding rightly to his word. And if we are doing that, then we can be glad because we're trusting in the name of the one who never fails. We're trusting in the one who promises to take care of us. It says here in verse 18 and 19, behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, those who trust and believe in him, on those who hope in his steadfast love, that he may deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. 
It's the Lord who delivers our soul. It's the Lord who keeps us in times of crisis like famine. So we can be confident that we will be kept because we're waiting on the Lord. So what should we be doing in these times? People are looking for all kinds of things to do, trying to take matters into their own strength. I hear people saying like, what can I do? I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I don't feel like I'm being useful. What do I do? Well, the Bible tells us, wait for the Lord. Don't try to do things in your own strength because our strength fails. The great army, it doesn't deliver. It cannot save. The strength of the warrior doesn't deliver. Right? What is going to bring us deliverance? What is going to bring us hope? The word of the Lord. So I'm going to put my effort and my energy into doing what God says. And God tells me to seek him while he may be found. God tells me to trust and obey him. So instead of spending all of my time trying to read the news and stay up on what's happening, I need to be spending time in the word of God as well. I'm not saying don't read the news, but at least let it be a one-to-one. -one. If we spend a minute in the news, we should spend a minute in the word, right? Because I don't want to take my cues from what the world is saying. Do I respond to the current events based on what the news says, based on what people are doing? Or do I respond to the current events based on what God is telling me to do? I want to respond to what's happening in this life based on what God says in his word. So I'm going to wait on the Lord. And I encourage you to wait on the Lord as well. Take our cues from God's word because it's the word of God that's sure. It's the word of God that's stable. It's the word of God that is secure. It's only God who commands something to be and then it is. And so we stand flat-footed and firm on the truth of God's word. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help. He is our shield. And because I wait on the Lord and I know that he's well able to take care of me, to preserve me like he promised, then I can do like the psalmist says in the beginning of this psalm, shout for joy in the Lord, O you righteous. Praise befits the upright because the upright are being kept by their creator. So let us give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Let us make melody to him with the harp of 10 strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. This is how we should be responding. Even in the famine, like we read of in verse 19. Why? Because the word of God is sure. And I'm putting my hope and trust in the word of the Lord and not in the ways of man. So while man may be panicking, while man may be stressing, I have peace because I know what God has promised. He's promised to take care of me. So I read this song and I want to read verse 12 to you as we close out. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord the people whom he has chosen as his heritage. Brothers and sisters, we are God's chosen people. And no matter what it looks like, we're blessed because God's got us and we've got God. So wait on the Lord and 
be of good strength. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Thank you for listening to Truth Worth Sharing. If this word was an encouragement to you, we don't ask that you give financially. We do, however, ask that you share this truth liberally. Until next time, I pray God's peace overtake you. I love you all. God bless.